thank God for our choir. I want to read verses 8 through 10 of Daniel chapter 1. As I prepare to read verses 8 through 10, Watch Chapel, we will not be having our Wednesday morning prayer call this week. On this Wednesday, we will not be having our Wednesday morning prayer call. Amen? Just this Wednesday. Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now, God had brought Daniel into the favor of goodwill and goodwill of the chiefs of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear the Lord, my God, who has appointed your food, but watches your faces look worse than the other men who are your age, and you would endanger my head before the king. So Daniel said to the steward whom the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servants for 10 days. Give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Amen. I want to preach on this first Sunday of July as I launch this preaching series as you shall pray for and with me from the topic, A Different World. A Different World. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Touch now, strengthen in Jesus' name. Your words, my mouth. Amen. Among many things, the lives, ministries, and stories of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are among my favorite stories. Throughout the entire Old Testament book of Daniel, we witness Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego demonstrating conscience, courage, competence, and confidence in Almighty God. While there are other Old Testament and New Testament narrative stories that are more exciting, encouraging, and exhilarating. The stories of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are among my favorite. According to this Old Testament text, we're introduced to Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego as newly minted prisoners of war living in Babylon. Regrettably, Judah's disobedience to God has led them to be banished from the Holy Land of Judah. Nebuchadnezzar, the leader of the free world, has besieged and looted Judah. Consequently, now Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are not living in Judah. 
but they are living in a different world called Babylon. They are Jews committed to the will and way of Yahweh. They are no longer living in Jewish territory, but they are now living in a different world. As the best and brightest of Judah, they are now on the radar of King Nebuchadnezzar, who is recruiting them to become leaders in Babylon. As the best and brightest of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar is wooing and winning Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to become cabinet-level officials in the administration of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar gifts them, blesses them, gives them favors, perks, and offers them the king's delicacies and wine to curry their favor. While they are living in a different world called Babylon, the text is clear that Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are committed to living God's way regardless of their geographical location. They are no longer living in Judah, but nonetheless, they are committed to living for God regardless of where they are. They are in Babylon, watch chapel, but Babylon is not in them. Can I preach on this Sunday morning? They are no longer in Judah. They are no longer around familiar territory and all they have known across their journey. The atmosphere and environment is not friendly or necessarily hospitable, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Daniel, are living in a different world, but they are committed to living for God in the midst of a different world. And on this first Sunday in the month of July, I preached this message to encourage everyone who is gathering to commit to living for God or living God's way regardless of where we are. Like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego live God's way in a different world, we right now are called and challenged to live God's way wherever we are whether we're in Babylon or in familiar territory, we ought to live God's way. Whether we're playing at home or playing on the road, we ought to live God's way. Whether we're in church on Sunday morning or somewhere on Sunday evening, we ought to live God's way. Regardless of where we are, we ought to be committed to living God's way. Can I preach on this Sunday morning? And whenever we are in Babylon, the temptation is always to live according to the ways of the Babylonians. When we're in Babylon, we are encouraged to live like a Babylonian. Yet, regardless of where we are, whether we're in a familiar world or a different world, 
We ought to live God's way. Can I preach this word? If you're living in Babylon, the king will offer you gifts and perks to live like a Babylonian. If you're living in Babylon, you'll begin to speak and talk like a Babylonian. If you're living in Babylon, you begin subjected to start thinking like a Babylonian, talking like a Babylonian. But when you're living in Babylon, watch chapel, we nonetheless ought to live God's way. In Babylon, they teach you how to hate, but as a child of God, you ought to be committed to the law of love. When you're in Babylon, they teach you to walk by sight, but when you're in Babylon, you ought to walk by faith. When you're in Babylon, they teach you how to compare, covet, and compete. But as a child of God, you ought to collaborate and cooperate. When you're in Babylon, they teach you to speak your mind. But as a child of God, you ought to watch what you say and weigh your words. When you're in Babylon, they'll tell you you're less than, but knowing that you're a child of God, you know that you're made in the imagio image of Almighty God. When you're living in Babylon, they'll tell you to eat the king's meat and do what the king says do. But as a child of God, you said, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, and my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. When you're in Babylon, they'll teach you to do your thing and make it the way you ought to make it. But when you're a child of God, you ought to know God has a plan for your future to prosper you and give you a future. When you're in Babylon, they'll teach you to eat the king's meat. But when you're a child of God, you know that God will provide. We live in a different world, yet regardless of where we live, we ought to live God's way regardless of where we are. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Jews living in Babylon are living in a different world, yet according to this text, they do not live according to the ways of Babylon, yet they are committed to living God's way in a different world. Somebody's raising the question, how do I live God's way in a different world? Preacher, I live in America. I live in Wake County. It ain't always a different world. Well, I beg to differ. I'm going to make some folk mad today, so you better as well fasten your seatbelt. America ain't a Christian nation. Yes, we have Christian undergirding. Our currency says in God we trust, but America has never been a Christian nation. We are living in a different world. America had been a different nation. Come on now, y'all talk to me. If America had really been a Christian nation, we wouldn't be dealing with some of what we are dealing with right now. Yet we are called to live like children of God in a different world. How do you live for God in a different world. First of all, 
Living for God in a different world requires that we remember our roots. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are not natives of Babylon. They are natives of Judah. They were born, raised, and nurtured in the womb of Judah. Their legacy and genealogy does not start with Nebuchadnezzar, but they can call Abraham, they can call Isaac, they can call Jacob, they can call Joseph, they can call Moses, they can call the great heroines, patriarchs, and matriarchs of the faith. And though they are living in Babylon, watch chapel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and Daniel have not forgotten where they are from. They remember something about Hebrew school. They remember something about the Ten Commandments. They remember the Shema, thou shalt love the Lord God with all your mind, heart, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. They remember the stories of David defeating Goliath. They remember the great stories of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. They remember Sarah. They remember their roots. And because they remember their roots, they are not willing to compromise and sell out for the king's meet in Babylon now in a new age. I'm going to make some folk mad, but some of y'all knew when that verdict was rendered this week, you would hear my mouth on Sunday morning. It's a sin and a shame. That God can open doors, make ways, allow you to go to Holy Cross University, allow you to go to Yale Law School, yet you are sent to the highest office where nine people make laws and you forget where you have come from. and now forget where you come from. Don't forget the bridges that brought you over. Don't forget about the laws that you benefited from, the policies that you benefited from. And now that you are a brand new Negro where billionaires are sponsoring you and paying your tab, you forget about your roots. either. Talking about us. Forget about where you've come from. You ain't always been bourgeois. You ain't always drove a Lexus. You ain't always been a PhD, a JD, a MBA. Some of us were born in the projects on the other side of the tracks. And now that you brand new, you forgot about where you've come from, forgot about the bridge builders, you better remember your roots. I said God's been too good. I said God's been too good for us to forget about where we've come from, the bridges that brought us over, the people that brought us over. Can I preach this like I feel it on this Sunday morning? And let me have a word for black colleges in these United States of America. Yes, they don't want us at Yale and Harvard, and we got to prepare a way to support our own. 
a problem going to any door that God's open for you. But before we could go to Yale, we had to go to Howard. We had to go to ANC. We had to go to Shaw. We had to go to Tuskegee. Remember your roots. We live in a different world. We live for God in a different world when we remember our roots. Not just remembering our roots, but we live for God in a different world when our relationships are righteous. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and a bad Negro a sanctified, supportive, small group of men living in Babylon, yet tight-knit, supportive of one another. Can I preach this? And all of us need relationships, watch chapel, that are holy and righteous. I dare use the word holy, sanctified, and righteous on this Sunday morning because all of us need relationships that are holy, sanctified, righteous, and that will increase our capacity and love for Almighty God. I'm going to preach this. I'm going into deep water right now. Some of us need to examine our relationships. Some of us need to take inventory of our relationships, our close relationships, who we confide in, who we spend time with. Bad company still corrupts good character. Preach this, Harry White. Some of us could be further along. Can we preach this? What your mom and daddy said years ago is still true. Watch out hanging around them. Watch out hanging around him. Watch out hanging around him. I see something you don't see. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. And just because we are good and grown, we still need to examine and explore our relationships. Our relationships can build us up or tear us down. Our relationships can push us forward or hold us back. Our relationships can bring out the best in us or bring out the worst in us. Our relationships can help us or hurt us. And sometimes our relationships have not benefited us because we've allowed the wrong people to get too close too soon with too much access. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego living in Babylon, they are tempted and offered with the king's meat. My sanctified imagination, watch chapel. I see Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego wrestling with the temptation. Are we going to do it? That Moscato is smelling good. That ain't the MD crowd. Some of y'all will get that later. This is a Moscato crowd. Amen. This ain't a, this ain't a Cisco or Wild Irish Rose crowd. I'm bringing back some memories. But this is a Moscato. Yeah, ain't the, come on, talk to me in here. He ain't a cheap king. He offering the good stuff. Should we do it? But because their relationships were righteous, y'all ain't talking to me. 
because they could speak life one to another, because they could encourage one another, because they could hold one another accountable, they all said no to the king's delicacies because their relationships one with another were righteous, holy, and upstanding. Can I preach this and bless somebody in here? You need some folk in your life who going to help you say no. We need some people in life who are going to help us say yes when we need to say yes and no when we need to say no. If you got a bunch of yes men and yes women around you who will let you do anything and everything that will ruin your reputation, destroy your character, they ain't friends. They just hang on. Can I preach this? But all of us need iron that sharpens iron that will encourage us, pray for us, and push us down the journey. Remember our roots. Relationships that are righteous. But he lives God's way. They live God's way in Babylon. Jews, because they remember their roots, their relationships are righteous, but they rely on God's track record. Babylon, Jews, their land has been looted. The temple in Judah has been destroyed and decimated. Jehoiakim is no longer the leader of Judah, but they are living under Babylonian rule under the reign of King Nebuchadnezzar. Yet despite all they have gone through, they are relying on God's track record. I'm going somewhere. So some of us, where we are right now, we are wondering how God is going to work this out. How God is going to bring good out of bad. How God is going to turn stuff around for our good. But I declare and encourage somebody to rely on God's track record. Do I have a witness in here on this Sunday morning? Yes, some of us who are honest with ourselves, if I look at your individual story, and I know some of our individual stories, we shouldn't be here where we are right now. But because God sits high and looks low, because God has been our help in ages past, our hope for years to come, we can rely on God's track record. Does anybody ever look back at God's track record in your life? I'm not talking about a macro track record. I'm talking about your own personal testimony of where God brought you from. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego could have been dead. They could have been killed in the thunder. They could have been killed in when Babylonian besieged them. They could not be alive right now. And maybe that's the story you need to tell right now. I shouldn't be here, but God kept me. Do I have a witness in here? Y'all missed the shout right there. I shouldn't be here. But God kept me. I shouldn't have sanity in my mind. But God kept me. Shouldn't have health in my body. But God kept me. Shouldn't be alive. But God kept me. And because God kept me, I feel my help coming right now. I'm going to run and see what the end is going to be. Because
because God is a keeper, I'm going to live for the glory of God. Do I have anybody got that testimony? God has been my help. God has been my keeper. I should have lost my mind, but God kept me. I shouldn't be alive, but God is keeping me. I'm just not talking about he's keeping you then, but he's keeping you alive right now. Anybody look around and say morning by morning, new mercies I see, great is thy faithfulness. Did God wake you up this morning? Do you have clothes on your back? Do you have shoes on your feet? Do you have sense in your head? He's my keeper. Not just my keeper, he's my way maker. He's my provider. He's my protector. He's my burden bearer. Yes, he is. And I'm going to rely on God's track record. I'm looking forward to what God's going to do. He's going to keep making ways, keep answering prayers. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. regardless of where we are whether in church on Sunday or whether at the concert on Thursday night church on Sunday morning or the barbecue for 4th of July under the fireworks tomorrow in Raleigh or Garner or at Big Mama's house we live for God wherever we are your roots relationships that are righteous rely on God's track record stand to your feet if you're able if you're able if you're able we we live in a different world St. Dwayne Whitley and Freddie campus of Hillman we live in a different world we're called to represent King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Some man, some woman, young person today, you're here, not by accident, but you're here because God led you here. I invite you, my sister, my brother, to accept Jesus as your Savior. Unite with Watch Chapel. You're here. The Holy Spirit is prompting you. I want you to walk down the aisle right now. Unite with Watch Chapel. If you need a church home, you need a Savior, I want you to accept Jesus today as your Savior and your Lord. You're here because the Holy Spirit wants a relationship with you. Let God be your encourager on this Lord's Day morning. I'm talking to you, my sister, my brother, right now. You're here, come from wherever you are, wherever you are today. You need a church home, just raise your hand wherever you are, my sister. Raise your hand, my brother. I need a church home. I want to unite with Watch Chapel. I need a Savior. I need, a, I need Jesus in my life. 
Come on, my sister. Come on, my brother. Raise your hand. Walk down the aisle. Wherever you are. Lord, I pray right now for some man, some woman who needs a church home. Some man, some woman, some family who needs a Savior. Somebody who needs to accept Jesus as their Savior and Lord. Draw them now in Jesus' name compelled now in the strong name of Jesus so they might accept you as Lord of Lords, King of Kings of their lives. In Jesus' name, draw now. Amen. There's somebody who needs a church home, somebody who wants to accept Jesus today. Come on, my brother. Come on, my sister. Be seated. Our deacons are coming forward now to receive as we prepare to celebrate the Lord's Supper. Deacons, associate ministers are coming as they prepare to serve the elements and ask that we would do as the Bible says, let a man, let a woman examine himself or herself lest we partake of the body and blood of Christ in an unworthy manner. Lord, we come in Jesus' name thanking you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to partake of this holy meal. We partake of this holy meal. We do so reverently, obediently. We come confessing our sins, sins that we've committed against you by thought, word, and deed. What we have not done that we should have done, what we've done that we should have done. We're not blaming, we're not pointing fingers, but we're owning our stuff. We've sinned against you. Lord, increase our resolve to live for you. Increase our love for you, our capacity to live for you. Creating us clean hearts, renewing us right spirits. Strong name of Jesus. People of God said amen. Amen.
Watch Chapel, are there any baptized believers who have not received the elements? If so, please raise your hand so we might serve you. Are there any baptized believers who have not received the elements? So please raise your hand so we might serve you. On the night he was betrayed, he took the bread, he gave thanks, he said, take ye eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me and we do likewise. After he took the bread, broke it, blessed it, and ate it, he took the wine, said in the same manner, took the cup, saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This you do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me, and we do likewise. The church said amen, amen, amen. For the grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us until we shall meet again. The people of God said amen. Amen. Please follow the direction of our ushers.